Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Let's Talk About. Is latest it the, for us anyway. <laughs> yeah. Is it the latest or the most current? Depends which one they listen to, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Yes. So me, um, my name is is Sebastian the Crab. I'm actually um, in a certain film we're going to talk about today. Um, joining me is Flounder. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> I feel like myself more like an aerial. Yeah, I can so see. It's the red flowing hair. I can see that. Um, and the fin at the end of my legs. Well, that means you can't talk. No, you no, 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 no. signed the contract. <laughs> but I, I haven't done it yet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... The, this is a fun intro. This is a great <laughs> intro. No, so that, that was Elliot speaking. Um, he's not really a mermaid, or is he? Um, and a you can probably man. guess from all the, all the references we're making, we're talking about um, a little film from 1989 called... The Little Mermaid. I think they would have guessed when they clicked on the title. No, no, no. Oh, okay. We've, we've literally left this one blank, so they have to guess. Um, now, Hi. for listeners of the show, know how much I love rambling about the Disney Renaissance era. So to finally be <laughs> watching one of those films, the first, I might add, um, unless you count that other film. I can't um, wait to watch all of them. And then you can do a let's talk about the Disney Renaissance oh, era. That'd be good. You rank all the different Disney films yeah. from the Renaissance era. And then we know which one's going to be number one. Yeah, Chicken um, Hill. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good joke. Um, so yeah, so I watched this film a week ago, I think. I, yeah. Yeah, I watched it the night before we were going to record this episode. Yeah, but we didn't record this episode. And now, that was feels like an eternity ago. Yeah. Now I watched this film thinking to myself, I don't know if I've actually seen this all the way through before. So that was quite an experience. I played the level on Kingdom Hearts. That was fun. You have to battle Ursula. Um, and I think I think Sora is like a mermaid in it as well. And like Donald Duck's got like um, octopus tentacles. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, what, how many times have you seen this film? <laughs> Thank you. Um, to my memory, three okay. times. Wow. The thing is, is I think I said when this got announced, is I've never been a massive fan of this film. Mm. So I would have watched it when I was younger. Yeah, I watched it when I bought it on Blu-ray, and then was like, "Yeah, this is." So I'm like dying inside. Oh. I like, got hiccups, oh. but I'm trying to like contain them. That's why there's weird spacings. You're so strong, so brave. I know. That's why they call me. Ariel. <laughs> yeah, that's why they call you. That. Um, and then I watched it again. One or two weeks ago, for this very episode. Oh, and if you want to know my thoughts, you have to wait. Oh, okay. Well, um, well, I'm going to tell you my. <laughs> okay. Um, so as I starred in this film, I'm probably a bit biased. Um, with my opinion, but um, I quite enjoyed this when I watched it. It's a nice short film, which like I that. which I appreciated much. Anyone who listens to this mm. knows that you play Kingdom Hearts. I do, and I like a short film. That that is the two things you will learn from this show. That that is it. Um, and you like the Renaissance era. I do. And I don't make many notes. No, I have four, five notes. I have four. Oh, I have four notes. Four more than usual. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> right, shall we? Um, shall we dive in? Uh, spoilers. Oh, are, are coming. But I suppose before it, I will give my review. Oh, I liked this more than normal, okay. which I'm, knowing, I'm, I'm, no, I'm noticing as a theme. Yeah, watches, but it's still it was still a film where to kind of get through it all the way through happy. 
I had to also distract myself from my phone. So <laughs> I had to do like two things. I think I was probably doing the same or eating. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean... You're right. Yeah, it's... <laughs> no, I think the strengths of the film are... Ariel. Ariel. Sebastian. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, and the songs are yes. flipping fantastic. Oh, I get it. Do you get it? Flipping. Yeah. Ha! 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 <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, well, I, I on, on Letterboxd, whatever you call it, I ranked Ooh. this, or rated this, three out of five stars. I thought Damn. it was good. Oh, okay. Is that what three out of five means? Yeah, well, I, yeah, you kind of view it as like, you know, one star is like, oh, that is bad. Oh, okay. Like two stars is like, it's okay. Three stars is it's it's good. Okay. You know? Four stars is it's it is great, and right. five stars is wow wee. Oh, is that the official? I mean, um... I mean you got like little halves in between as well. You know, oh, so it's it's, it's, it's not in between good and great. Okay. But it's also you know it, it it's not just a little bit better than okay. It's so, good. So you gave it a three out of five. Give it three out of five. What would you give it now? No, that is now. Oh, that's... It's, oh, so, okay. yeah. Maybe before, I would have given it uh, two. two, two and a half. Damn. Like, it was all right. Because for me, before I watched it again, it had one big strength. Can you guess what one big strength was? Ursula? The song. Oh! But even then, it was for me, it was only, only one song that I really loved. There's one song that's so much better than all the other ones. It's ridiculous. I really hope we're on the same wavelength here. Um, but I feel like my points are just going to distract more. Poor Unfortunate Souls. No, Poor oh, Unfortunate Souls! Oh, to be fair, that's a banger. I mean, Ursula's a great villain. She goes for it. She's, yeah. um... Tim Allen really went for it. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> what I really liked about this, um, I, one of my notes here is that Ursula actually cares about her henchmen. Yeah. When one of the spoilers, when one of the eels... Are we, are we doing spoilers? Oh, I don't know, are we? We are now. Okay. Spoilers ahead for The Little Mermaid. Yep. If you don't want any big spoilers, <laughs> go and watch the Fast and Mermaid. Furious. <laughs> no. So, yeah, one of her henchmen, the eels, I think gets killed or something. And she's, like, genuinely upset, which I thought was quite cool bit of character stuff there, because other times, you know, like, they don't care. They don't care about their minions, do they? No, I mean, do you remember um, Home on the Range? Yes. You know, that cowboy did not care about those three... Twins, Blitz. three twins, triplets. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, Do you remember that? Try yeah. to shoot him. Yeah, that's how you found the missing farm. This is true. If you haven't seen Home on the Range, I highly recommend. <laughs> it's, it. a, it's a really fun film. <laughs> it, it's fun. Now this um this started the kind of I don't know if it started it really, but it kind of continued the theme of all the villains having like a lime green color associated with them. So Ursula has this. I'm pretty sure in this film with the magic stuff. Oh right, yeah. Um yeah, because then like you see like Scar. When he does his evil song, there's green there. Oh, Hades. Hate. Does he? Yeah, when he's doing like all the. the, the oh, stuff of course he is, yeah. yeah, um, yeah then you've got Maleficent, has green stuff. Oh. So that would have been before then, wouldn't it? Um, is the evil queen in Snow White? Probably. Yeah, so I thought that was quite a cool little, little thing that happened there. Um, and what I did like is when she then makes the evil woman who has the voice of Ariel. Um, it's the same voice actor, I'm pretty sure. So makes she, sense. Uh, but the, the nuance with the voice is quite clever. So like, although it's the same voice, it's like playing two completely different characters. But Ariel's this really nice, sweet, kind of naive woman, and then there's like this evil person, but doing like the same voice. That must be quite a cool 
challenge when an actor gets to do like something different like that, whether it's a real thing or just a voice thing. But yeah, Ursula was a plus. I liked Ursula. Yeah. Um, no, the thing that was... Uh, oh, I already talked about it. I'm going to continue. Music. Music. Let's just talk about music. Oh. All right. Let's say our favorite song from here on the count of three. Okay. Okay. So after three. Uh, yeah. Right. One, two, three. Under, Under the sea. sea. Da, da, da. Oh, oh, such a good song. It's it, it it's great. As soon as it starts with like the was it the steel drums or whatever, um, and it's just like oh, I'm so in. It's a banger. But the seaweed is always cleaner. The song I want to talk about. Oh. Is part, part of your world. Is it part of that world? Part of that world. Well, because I thought it yeah. was part of your world, but then I, I don't changed think it, it on here to part of that world. Is it like... Um, no. But, no, the butterfly effect. No, what's oh, it called? Oh, the Mandela effect. Yeah, sure. It could be. Well, on, let me have a look. Part of that world. Oh. In my head, it's part of your world. Let me have a look. Oh, no. yeah, she's talking to the humans, right? Is she? I don't even she's know. She's singing to herself, isn't she? Well, I'm trying to think what the other songs are. No, it's part of your world. It's oh, okay. Your world. It must have, yeah. So in my head, there's four songs. <laughs> right? Not just in know. general, in this film. I don't know. I feel like there's, there's five, but go on. Oh, okay. So there's that one. Yep. Um, that came up a few times. Yeah, it was the intro music. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this is the thing. Is one of my... <laughs> before we move on to the other three or four. Yeah. I've got one of my notes here. Is it, apart from When You Wish Upon the Star... Isn't it? Is it the biggest Disney song in terms of like when you think Disney? Is that like the staple song? What? Apart from when you wish upon a star. What part of your world? Part of your world. I don't even think about it at all. Well, because I was never a massive fan of it, but it's like everywhere. Is it? Yeah. Like to be fair, I didn't realize it as much until I went to like Disney World for first oh, time. Oh, okay. I've never been. So I'm so sorry. It's okay. Honeymoon. <laughs> Ah, there we go. I'm just gonna send a quick text. <laughs> yeah, um, but like it was just like everywhere that song, and Ooh. then like in, when I've come back and I'm watching other things related to Disney, but I'm just like you know like a normal film, and it's like it's just there, and I'm listening to this intro music, and I'm just like the melody itself. Obviously, I, when I think if I was to choose one song that staples Disney, it would be When You Wish Upon a Star. Yeah, but. I feel like part of your world could easily be a close second. Really? Yeah. Is that for more of the instrumental aspects, maybe? I would think so, yeah. Because like, I think of like Go the Distance. Like As great as that song is, I think you can play the instrumental bit and they do that throughout a few scenes of Hercules. And that's like a... But when, I, when I think of that song, I think very, that's Hercules. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Because if the instrumental part of your world, I'm not necessarily thinking, oh, Ariel. I'm just thinking, oh, mm. Disney. Maybe I'm not as exposed to that song for me maybe. to really comment on that. I think if maybe write in people, you know, if if it's also your staple kind of Disney song that you always think of, please tell us because I obviously don't know. Maybe when I release this, I should put an Instagram thing on. Part yeah. of your world. Is yeah. it one of the top tier Disney songs? That'd be interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, okay. Mm. So that's one where I was, I was never a massive fan of. So I remember when I went to Disney World and I was like, oh, this song. Yeah. And then like by the end of it, I'm just like, part of your world. <laughs> it's a nice song. It's not one that I'd want to put on, but it's nice to listen to. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to have a look. I'm going to see which is the most streamed one, if I can find it. I but feel okay. like, I feel like I know 
what the most streamed Disney song would be. I meant from like oh, of those two, or just of this. Uh, what am I saying? The Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, that's the oh, one. okay. Um, but I don't know how you um, find out. It's not love's not love's not working for me. Love? Oh yeah, it's part of your world. Oh Is no, it? but well, part of your world has two hundred and six. No, two hundred and fifty million streams. Okay, it's quite big. I don't know how I can find out about Under the Sea. That must uh, have more. That's like one of the most famous Disney songs ever, under right? Under the sea, Ta-da. under the sea. It's, it's two hundred. It's, it's yeah, it's just under two hundred fifty million. So about about the same. Really, that surprises me so much. Kiss the girl is one hundred and fifty million. That's a great song. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's just talk about those two minutes. So yeah, under the sea. I think the whole visuals of that as well. Oh, it's great. Perfect. Like, it's amazing as a song in it, on it, on its own. Yeah. But I think, like, in the film, it works really yeah, well. Yeah, because well. especially, like, each verse, he's talking about what the different fish do, and then you see those fish. And then the way it ends is amazing, where it's like, da 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 da, and it cuts in there. She's, she's just gone. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, we put on this whole show and everything. She's not even there. Never mind. Yeah. But uh, I like that because it slowly builds up, doesn't it? Where it's like, you just get a little bit of the jingling and then like if you start singing it gets really grandiose oh it's really good yeah um third song kiss yeah. the girl kiss the girl this is one where i am not a massive fan are of... you a massive finn <laughs> i'm sorry continue i'm not a massive fan of this version of the song oh so okay. the original version as far as i'm aware um i think i used to like it like it's good but i would not if i had to put 100 disney songs in the playlist i don't think this would be one of them that's fair okay. it's probably not um held up very well in time because it's like if somebody doesn't want you to kiss them you probably shouldn't yeah but i when i think of things i don't think about the lyrics <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> no, um uh, yeah i think lyrics you can just make up your own but it's like more music yeah. but um you know i'll do a bit of a shout out here Oh. I do love one version of it. It's by a band called Suburban Legends. Oh, yes. Have you, have you heard this version? I think I have. And it's just like, it's a little bit quicker. There's more backing vocals. There's like trumpets and, and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, and you can't go wrong with trumpets. And I think, you know what? As like a quicker song, yes. this works a lot better because it's not all like it's trying to be romantic. You have a... Oh, yeah. There's the bit that seems like it's a parody. It's like, wow, wow, wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, whereas that bit sped up. And more gang vocals works yes. really well. Um, so yeah, I like the song. Okay. Yeah. Um, did you have any more comments about it? Not really. I think it's a nice scene. Um, it kind of sets the atmosphere and you get that slow build up and you get the bit and it's like, there you see her. And it's like all the other stuff. And like and all the other fish join in their wailing like, wow, wow. Uh, that bit always makes me laugh. So I can't really get through that song properly. But yeah, it's nice. It's not as good as the other two. Here's one for you. Oh. Poor Unfortunate Souls. It's all right. Is it the best villain song? No. Name me eight that are better. Okay. <laughs> uh, how many can I name? Be Prepared. You think that's better? That's a, It's got Nazi hyenas. <laughs> of course you're one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I've always liked Be Prepared. This is why I was very disappointed with the live action Lion King. Um, Hellfire might be the best Disney villain song. Is that Hercules? That's um, Hunchback in Notre Dame. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, is there a villain one in Hercules? I don't think there is. No. I was trying to think where would that song come into no. it. Think, no. Uh, Mulan doesn't have one. Gaston. 
that yeah mm. i suppose if you are gaston not really viewing he's... it as like a villain song are you no, no he is the villain but there's mostly point. other people singing about him yeah there's not one in tarzan the tangled one's pretty good which oh mother knows best yeah yeah that's pretty good that's pretty cool um, so yeah i know i think poor unfortunate soul i just think i like the passion yes <laughs> it is very it. cool <laughs> um I feel poor like, unfortunate souls <laughs> i know i think yeah I think that and like Mother Knows Best, I think they're pretty... Uh, They've got good vibes. They're pretty top tier <laughs> for me. I mean, Gaston, if you're going to call that a villain song, would beat them all. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> that's a bit unfair because it's a bit too happy for a villain song. That is a very upbeat song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just a guy talking about himself. So, yeah. No, Poor Unfortunate Souls is pretty good. It really sets the scene. She is quite evil and she loves it. She loves being evil, manipulating people. She wants Triton's trident, right? King Triton's fork. Um, Why not? Because she just wants power, I'm guessing. Power and fortune. Sorry, I, got I can't remember. Now. Is there like a backstory where she's like been slighted by him? Because she's just an e- she's a sea witch, isn't she? She is. And I can't remember anything else about her. I remember, I didn't write it down, but I remember thinking she's basically an evil fairy godmother. Like the fairy god... Well, true. But I don't know, because like the fairy godmother like comes out of nowhere and is there just to help Cinderella and she's magical. Whereas... <laughs> Whereas this one's like, hello, Ariel, I'll help you, but actually I'm evil. Um, yeah, I think she makes it very clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it goes to show how silly Ariel was. But she's quite clever as well, because it's like, okay, well, I'll, I'll give you legs, but you, you don't get your voice. So you can't really talk to this guy you want to fall in love with. So how is he going to do that? Um, and then she sees, oh, he's still falling for her. Well, I'll just use her voice to seduce him with magic. Mm. Um, and she almost wins. And... It's crazy to think just how like badly they don't know humans that she thinks because the woman can't talk that she'll yeah. be able to attract a man it's like <laughs> have you met a man i mean <laughs> come on ursula oh, dear. um and then a seagull saves the day right <laughs> is that how that happened yeah there's always a seagull in there there is do you remember rescuers oh i do do you remember you started watching that like nine months ago like, i can't wait for you to watch the uh the sequel Oh, and that spinner's just not getting to it. No, is it refuses. Well, if you get to it, you'd be like, I can't remember what they're... <laughs> We're going to watch 100 Pixar films before we see that. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so that's the four songs I can think of. Now, this last one, I've got a note on. And now I don't actually... I think it's a song. Mm. You can tell me if I'm not. Um, there was a bit which reminds me a lot of Ratatouille. Oh, yes, yes. Where he was cooking. <laughs> oh, it was a great and scene. he was trying to grab Seb, thinking yep. Seb was dead. And was he not singing a French song? Oh, he might have been. Now you mention it. I like that scene because Sebastian's like, oh, and he looks around and he sees all these various different fish kind of dishes. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally the worst possible place he could have been. I liked that scene. That I liked that good. scene a lot. <laughs> that was a good scene. That was a great scene. That was probably my favourite scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was considering we watched Ratatouille the week before. Yeah, I found that quite amusing. And then there's this French guy who's just like trying to eat everything. Yeah. That was I appreciate that quite a bit. Yeah. So that was a good song. Um, I actually I'm gonna go into one of these notes. Got two more left. I'm gonna go into my last one in a moment, and then you can talk about whatever it is. Oh, Seb wants to talk about. Are you getting my trivia up? Oh, I am. Um, there was this bit, and now I've written this down, but I can't remember it. But I feel like I remember roughly what happened. Is I've put Bruce question mark finding Nemo question mark now. <laughs> You remember Bruce from Bruce Finding Nemo? <laughs> yeah. Fish are friends, not food. What a character. He's a great character. Yeah. I feel like at some point 
in the opening scene or near the start, there was a scene like that where there was a shark chasing someone. Yeah. And it was very much like when the shark was chasing Nemo after he had a taste of blood. Yeah. Wasn't it Flounder? He's trying to go after That's him. right. Yeah, is that... I'll have made they were, in, they were in like a shipwreck under the sea and there yeah. was a shark after them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I was just like, is this Finding Nemo? Oh. Is this Bruce? <gasps> it could be. You never ever. Yeah, I mean, the different. Well, hang on, because Little Mermaid is set in Denmark. I think he's a Danish prince, at least from the book story. Um, whereas in Finding Nemo, Bruce is very clearly Australian. <laughs> yeah, if he, you, you can migrate. I like that bit where <laughs> I, know, I know it's not the film we're talking about, but in Finding Nemo, when because I think it's Marvin and Dory that are stuck in the thing as Bruce is trying to break through the thing, and his mates they're like. Please don't host again. He's really a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we'll get Finding Nemo on our. Um... Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, another fish-themed film. It would be pretty nice. Wouldn't it? Um, nice. Right. I'm going to go into my last little bit. By going, my last Ooh, note. The last note. The last note. And that's a different film. Right. Is how it refreshing it was. After watching Ratatouille and a few other films more recently, to go back to the proper classic Disney animation style. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. And they did, because I don't know, is this the first one Under the Sea that they would have done? Under the Sea. Da, 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 da. Can I'm... you name me another f- film, <sighs> Disney film, that happens un- purely under the sea? I mean, there would have been water in the sea. Like Rescuers has that thing on the on the river when they go up to find the skull. Ah, that's true. That's scary, wasn't it? I wonder if they. I've not checked the trivia, but I wonder if they studied like various fish and things to see how it animates. But I don't know. It's also like it goes to show that yes, if it was really that deep under the sea, you wouldn't see anything. But the the artistic style is well, no, we don't care. We're gonna make it visible because otherwise it's not interesting. So I was listening to a thing people were complaining about various shows and films recently where all the scenes are really dark. And it's like, we know it's nighttime, but you don't have to make it that dark. You can make it lighter. So that was nice that we could actually see the characters. It was pretty nice, wasn't it? Um, But yeah, did you have any other points? I had a few points. Um, There was a bit, you know, when Triton... King Triton. Sorry, I should keep. I keep calling him Triton, but I should be referring to him as his official title. Um, when he's destroying all the human stuff. Oh yeah, that was quite powerful. Because also he's like really sad after because he's like because he doesn't trust the humans. Is that right? He doesn't trust the surface world. Yep. So the same plot as Aquaman and Namor uh, and everyone else under the sea. But um, so he doesn't want her to go down this rabbit hole because he thinks she'll end up hurt and it will damage the kingdom and stuff like that. Um, but you see the sadness on his face after he has destroyed those things because he knows it's upset her. And it just makes him human, even though he's not well, because he's a fish person. Um, I really liked how, and they talked about this in the honest trailers for this film, where basically Ariel got cons because she didn't really think about the contract she signed. So the way to get out of it is just to kill Ursula. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got con, just ram a ship into her and kill her. <laughs> oh, that's the best way of doing it. And I think that's how you want to teach your kids to yeah. live life. Well, because also King Triton says, oh, take me instead of Ariel. 
And it's like, okay, great. But now Ursula has your magic stick and can kill us all and it's going to take over the ocean. It's like, I get you want to save your daughter, but you're both going to die, right? So don't give her your magic staff. And also, because when she gets killed at the end, it gets rid of all the magic stuff. So couldn't he, <laughs> couldn't he have just killed her anyway? And then it would have... Because the contract was... The contract wasn't destroyable, though, was it? Too much. I feel like there's a lot of ways we could have got around this whole thing. I feel like we need to do like a lawyer's react to this. <laughs> Actually, the party didn't have signatures from both parties. So now there is one bit of trivia that isn't on here, but I thought of because somebody mentioned it ages ago. Is um, so I was thinking, is King Triton like? Is he Poseidon's? Like, no. Actually, apparently he's Poseidon's son in Greek mythology. Somebody can correct me on that. Now, what, what's interesting about that is that then means that Triton is Hercules' cousin because Zeus and Poseidon are brothers. And if Hercules is the son of Zeus, Triton is the son of Poseidon. That means they're cousins. Makes sense. And if Ariel is Triton's daughter, that makes her and Hercules like first cousins once removed or something. So, you know, a bit of universe building there. <laughs> Very tenuous link. Thank you very much for that. That's all right. Um, now, there's a whole bunch of trivia for this film. Um, for example, in the opening scene, when King Triton arrives at the arena, Mickey Mouse, Goofy, oh, Donald yeah. Duck, and Kermit the Frog can be Good briefly seen in the it. crowd. Yeah. I didn't see that. So No, I didn't. You have to pause it. Uh, originally, Sebastian must have an English accent. I'm really glad they went for Jamaican, though. It's, like, so iconic. <laughs> um, What else is there? Da, da, da. Ooh. Interesting. Okay, so Ariel's rendition of Part of Your World set a precedent for subsequent Disney animated musicals where the protagonist would vocalise his or her desires early in the film. The song was referred to by Howard Ashman as the I Want song. So I remember hearing about this a while ago. Um, So see also Belle in Beauty and the Beast. One Jump Ahead in Aladdin. I Just Can't Wait to Be King in The Lion King. Mm -hmm. Just Around the River Bend in Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Um, out There in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Go the Distance in Hercules. Reflection in Mulan. Strangers Like Me in Tarzan. I'm Still Here in Treasure Planet. Um, Almost There in Princess and the Frog. When Will My Life Begin in Tangled. The First Time in Forever in Frozen. And How Far I'll Go in Moana. don't know if there's been one since. But yeah, that's quite an interesting thing that's just kind of stuck, really, isn't it? Just gonna, I'm just going to do a bit of scrolling if you had any more. Any more I'll points. do a bit more then. Ooh. Okay, because I was like, I thought I'm going to wait for you to finish this little segment. Go on then. Before I bring back, I was just gaining my thoughts <gasps> on a segment that we've not done in ages. Oh. Can, can you guess it? Is it? Is this based on the book? Is yes! this based on the book? <laughs> oh, this is my favourite slash least favourite part of the show. Oh dear. Um, so we've been watching a lot of films recently where we couldn't really do this because it wasn't no. based on a book. But as you've already mentioned, Little Mermaid is indeed based on a book. Um, I think I know <laughs> part of this, but go on. Well, you know, I didn't have time to research a whole bunch of it. So I've just got um, a thing up which goes through like 10 points. Okay. Okay. So it was based on a book, but there were some differences. So Ariel's motivation. Do you know what Ariel's motivation was to go up to the land in the book? In the book. Um, she wanted to. She wanted a man. 
No, but yes. Oh, okay. So the reasoning in the film was that she'd seen this handsome man, Eric. Yeah, Prince Eric. And she wanted to, um, you know, have a life with him. Well, she was also fascinated by human stuff because she had all those, like, artifacts and things. Art didn't she? of your mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, in the book, there was nothing wrong with a mermaid going to the surface. In fact, she did it quite regularly. Okay. But um, her thing was, if she, ma- if she um, stayed as a mermaid, she would live to a few hundred years and then she would turn to sea foam. Oh. Uh, but if she married a prince or something like that, um, then she would live for eternity. Okay. So it had nothing to do with like love for a oh. guy if she wanted to live forever. So that takes away the whole love aspect of things. Right. Um, uh, what else was there? Um, I think in the film, she had like a nice garden. So you know how like in... Okay. in no, sorry. So again, in the film, she had like all the thingamabobs. Yeah. Song about it. Whereas in the book, she had like a nice garden um, with flowers and there was a tree um, and a statue of Eric. So that, that stayed the same. Okay. Okay. What I find funny is the transformation. So between when she turned to a... Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you know about this one? Uh, is it something to do with the tale that it just gets split into two? Is that right? Um... It just says here that it describes the Ariel having legs as incredibly painful. Yes. And she cuts out her tongue entirely. Oh. Yeah. On top worse. of that, um, if she fails, she dies right there and then. <laughs> Great. Um, yeah. Uh, Eric falls in love with her straight away in the book. So that kind of helps her, her okay. plan. Um, where is it? Where is it? Yeah, I think if I've read this right, um, Eric is nearly killed because Ursula drags him under the sea in a massive whirlpool. Right. Um, and what was the ending? So uh, it says here, the final moments of A Little Mermaid, the film, are probably where the two versions differ the most. Obviously, the Disney film had to have a happy ending. Eric is able to kill Ursula, bringing Triton back to life and marrying Ariel. Yeah. The book is almost the exact opposite. Oh. She can't bring herself to kill the prince, so she throws the knife and herself into the sea, effectively killing herself and turning into foam. Oh. <laughs> nice. And that was our favourite segment. Yay. <laughs> was it based on a book? We could have done a whole like podcast just comparing Disney films to their evil book counterparts. So is there an Ursula in the book then? Yeah. Right. But, um, but I don't think like... Ursula's like, uh, I think from the start, because Ursula, what am I trying to say? Because Ariel, who actually doesn't have the name in the book, they just call the Little Mermaid. Oh, okay. Whatever. She's kind of doing what Ursula wants anyway. She's kind of like, she's not too much of an evil presence at the start, but right. near the end she is. Okay. Because um, part of the film was the fact that she wanted King Triton's power. Yes. And like, if they're all dead, then she just takes over the seat, right? Pretty much. <laughs> Great. So yeah, I I enjoyed that. I, I I enjoy that. Now, I've got my new favorite segment coming up, but I want oh. to see. Um, well, I can make this as like a as a short thing. Why not? So, yes, I enjoyed this film. Good, and I'm kind of looking forward to seeing just how bad the live action mm. thing is. I don't know if I want to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh. Not for me. But for those listening at, at home. That's fair. Yeah. Just like when I watched 
the new Pinocchio. Mm. I watched it for these guys. Yeah, I'm really all of you. Yeah, all one of you. <laughs> yeah. Any other comments? Um, no, I thought there's a few interesting ones in here. Um, apparently, Ariel's the first Disney princess to have biological siblings. No. Yeah, they kind of gloss over it, but she has all those other sisters, doesn't she? That is true. Um, but she's clearly like maybe the favorite or like maybe the oldest. I don't know. But wasn't there? I think there was a Little Mermaid TV show or something where one of her sisters is deaf and she actually uses sign language. And apparently, oh. like a lot of people, you know, obviously really appreciate that because you wouldn't really see that often. And you see all this kind of fake kind of representation and stuff but actually having a character who's just you know using sign language is really nice to see um particularly for deaf people um apparently part of your world was nearly cut um yes, jeff uh, katzenberg felt it was boring and i agree no uh, <laughs> <laughs> i didn't read much more of that um da, 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 da. so little moment has been a disney property since 1941 so i guess they own the book yeah right that makes sense do you think they love a bit of copyright that name mm-hmm. um oh here's one um it's possible that prince eric could be oh, related yeah. to prince philip and princess aurora from sleeping beauty mm. in the dining room in eric's castle on ariel's first evening on land there is a painting hanging on the wall the couple bear a striking resemblance to aurora and philip so i'm pretty sure they're scandinavian as well and they do have black hair so would make sense. I suppose that's why it's possible. Mm. So yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I've not really read it. So, um, oh, have, what about um, have you tumbled it? <laughs> do, do, do you get it? No, because you read it. Oh, uh, very uh, good. Uh, 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 so yes, uh. that was the trivia. And this is spin the wheel. Oh we yeah, what we're watching next. Oh. I am very excited. Is it going to be better than Little Mermaid? Is oh, it going to be worse? To, well, to be fair, I think it's kind of even. Yeah. And that noise right there is the noise Ooh. of a spinner going. Oh. There's so many things I'm excited for, and it is going to be a Pixar movie. Oh, you're going to be so excited. So. Uh, one of the rules we have, but if it's a sequel, then we will watch the earliest one in that series. Mm. Um, so we've got a sequel, but we haven't seen any of the ones in this series. Ooh. Now, what series of films from Pixar are you most looking forward to starting? Is it Cars? Ka-chow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch Cars. Yay. Um, but you know what? You know what they say? Life is a highway. Beat me to it. Ka-chow! <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen like those uh, TikToks yeah. where it's just like... <laughs> oh, look, lightning. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you keep saying there's, there's lightning on the forecast, <laughs> but I don't see any. Ka-chow. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is pretty good. Oh, that won't uh, be referenced at all next uh, time. Ka-chow. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm Elliot. And you I'm are. looking forward to watching that. I'm Seb and I'm an alcoholic. I mean, yes, I'm also looking forward to it. Now, if you two are at home thinking, oh, I'm so-and-so and I have these thoughts, but you have no one there to talk to, well, first of all, we are sorry. But <laughs> second of all, that we are willing to somewhat listen in certain forms of ways. Yes. As an example, you could message us on Instagram. That is the best way to reach us. Probably. You can find us at lta.podcast. They can. Wonderful. You can also email in. Oh. Uh, Seb, fancy giving us those details? <laughs> yep. You can send your email to the following address. The address is, let's think about this, it's let's talk about 2022 mm-hmm. at hotmail.com. That is saucy. It well is. done. I'm very proud of you. 
Um, so yeah, I anything else you wanted to say? Um, all I would like to say is under the sea. Ka-chow!